quarters of Ramsey Solutions broadcasting from the pods at Moving and Storage Studio. It's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build well, do work that they love, and create actual, real relationships. I am Ramsey personality Rachel Cruz hosting this hour with Dr. John Deloney, and we have a special guest. This uh, this this hour, and it's one. Of, I, I'm going to say this, and I'm not saying it just to be nice, but genuinely, one of my favorite people on the planet, Dr. Oh. Henry Cloud, is with us. What's and up, man? Hey, Doc. welcome, welcome, and we, you're uh, here to hang out with us. But more importantly, because you are launching and have launched yesterday your brand new book, Trust, by yep. Dr. Henry Cloud knowing when to give it, when to withhold it, how to earn it, and how to fix it when it gets broken in life and business. It's a lot. Hey, There's a lot of promises there. Dr. Cloud, you are talking to two people who've got major trust issues, and so I, I can't think of a better book that I, we got to pick your brain about, man, for real. My, you know, I was thinking about your listeners, you know, especially that are in the, the uh, you know, financial tribe, and that second one, when to withhold it. Like how many of us have lighter wallets because of somebody <laughs> that we shouldn't have trusted? Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. yeah, or maybe you shouldn't have lent it to. So the having a map of an algorithm to check off the the things that have to be there to trust, and if they're not, to not trust. I mean, it's a, it's a big deal. It's a lot because it's a it's an it's a an integral part, if not one of the most important parts of a relationship, right? So whether and, you're looking at and life, yes, you know, life and business. When it, God has wired us, literally wired us to trust because we have to trust in order to get life from the outside. Because we don't have life inside. It starts with a baby, right. mm. and the chemicals start flowing, and you get in this drug trip, and you trust, and you get good things that come in, and we're wired to trust. Mm -hmm. But because we're wired to trust, we're propelled sometimes to trust people that we shouldn't be trusting. Mm. And so it's trying to get the head and the heart working together. And if we have some boxes to check, that that helps. So um, in private conversations, and I guess in some public conversations, um, when people ask me about, you know, what do I think the damage that was done to kids because of masks and schools and this and that. And if I'm being honest and I step back, when I tell people, I think we've got a hundred year issue, it, it to, and, and please tell me I'm wrong. I look back over the last three years and we've lost trust in medicine and we've lost trust in education and we've lost trust in mm -hmm. politics. We That concerns me infinitely more than these day-to-day -day decisions that we're trying. I mean, people are making the deci best decisions they got. How do we get this back, man? I, I feel like the epidemic that is just, that we're, the air we're breathing is nobody trusts anybody for any reason about anything anymore. All right. Mm. Well, it helps to know what we're looking for. You know, first of all, a lot of people think, well, I trust this person or I don't, like it's a toggle switch, mm. on or off. But really, there's a, there's a, God's built into us an algorithm. You know, right now we've been trusting the air and we're breathing. And you don't even think about it because your system has been sensing data and taking it in and coming up with an automatic, yeah, breathe. And you don't, you don't have to think about it before it reaches your conscious mind. Mm -hmm. If you smell a fume, before you even smell it, your body has sensed some things, and you're going, wait a minute, what is that? Mm. So the the algorithm inside of us has got to load on some factors. And if we're going to ever trust again, 
it's got to be, there's a process that has to happen for us to hit go. Mm. Because right now, everybody's hitting off when there actually are doctors you need to trust. Exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, right. You know, there are, there are Systems entities. in place that are good, yes. Yeah, and yeah. so we got to get back. But these things have to be built into the path back. Okay. And that happens in the big picture, like you're saying, but it also happens cell to cell. Yeah. You know, if divides in families over these issues or divides, you know, around the lawmakers over these issues, if if they're not in proximity, really getting to where they can know why I'm going to trust this person, then it's just going to stay there. Hmm. So what caused you to write a book on trust? Because usually for most authors, they see a problem. Yeah. Maybe that keeps reoccurring or maybe it's something you just haven't written about yet but when i heard when i heard about the book i was like i wonder just what what was in your mind like what caused you to want to write about this topic specifically well it is similar to that you know i always say i don't write books the work writes the books and and so in war rooms with ceos and leaders and you know even in in family problems and all of it if it's a performance issue or it's a love issue at some level, when you get into resolving that, it is going to call for either a repair of trust or an initiation of trust or a qualifying for trust in order to get to the next step. You can't scale anything in life without trust. Mm. I, I was talking to a guy on the plane when I was re- researching the book. He said, what are you working on? I said, I'm researching trust. And he goes, oh, I don't trust anybody. I said, really? He says, he says yeah, I learned a long time ago. You can't trust people. He said, I, I only trust myself. I said, well, dude, I'm a psychologist and you're crazy. <laughs> he said, what do you mean? I said, look out the window. We had 40,000 feet. Did you get yourself up here? All right. You didn't. All right. You trusted a couple of pot. How do you That's know right. the guy that put fuel in the plane didn't put chocolate milk in it? You trusted him. Right. Right. Uh-huh. You can't scale life without trust. But I, I said, if I hear your story, though, I bet there's been some key betrayals. Mm that have wounded your ability. And now I bet your life is limited in some ways yeah. too. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it is a key, key, key skill that we have to build in order to make all of life work, whether it's building a, a business or, you know, having a relationship. Yeah. So what do you say to somebody that's like, yeah, I'm like that guy on the plane. I don't feel like I trust people. And they think back to my story. Oh yeah. And they could probably point out some, major events, minor events that cause them to be who they are today. Uh, How do you repair that? What do you, what do you do? Well, what if you're that person and somebody said to you, well, I understand that, but what if we had a map? And if I could give you a map of to look for these things, and then if you saw those things, then you could take the little bitty next step forward, then would you engage in that? And, a lot of times when we have something to hold on to, you know, you guys tell people all the time, they get a mountain of debt. I'll never get out of debt. I'll never, you know, well, yeah, you will, but you got to have the right steps to take, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it's not going to happen in a minute, but the process will work. Yeah, it's so good. I think this is such an important topic. Will you stay one more segment? Absolutely. Okay, let's stay and keep talking about this, though, because I think this goes in so much of our life and our money and relationships as regards to money within spouses and how they work together on 
the subject of money, whether it's their work, their life, everything. So Henry Cloud, Dr. Henry Cloud will be back with us after this break. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable. Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I am Rachel Cruz here with Dr. John Deloney. This hour and this segment, we have a special guest. Dr. Henry Cloud is here with his new book, Trust, Knowing When to Give It, When to Withhold It, How to Earn It, and How to Fix It When It Gets Broken in Life and Business. And it's blowing up the charts. It released Tuesday, and it's already... Yep, bestseller already in all the in all the categories. So um, awesome, man. absolutely incredible. So, do you find okay? So even that that subtitle, when to give it, when to withhold it. Do you find people tend to find it easier to give it? Do you find people it's it, they or more people withhold it? Like, where do you find like just general population when you're out talking? Is it is it easier for people? Do you find more people are willing to give trust and like all that, or do you feel like people more are withholding? Typically, you know, the people that, you know, we call the empaths, right? They feel for everybody and, oh, yeah. And they, they kind of assume that everybody's like them. Like, they're loving and responsible. So they just assume everybody's, everybody's like, well, um, read the newspaper. I've yeah. learned that lesson the hard way. Yes. <laughs> Look back. Did you marry your prom date? You know, probably you might have had a misfire <laughs> along the way. Um, so there are a lot of people that do that. And on the other side, you know, Rachel, um, People have been burned, mm-hmm. and so the trust muscle does get broken. and And a lot of people withhold trust. Where you know, even take parenting, John. You've seen this a thousand times. How many teenagers are kind of starting to act out because the parents won't trust them where it would be appropriate, right? You know, or a marriage, or you know, how many micromanaging bosses are there that? will never scale anything because they can't trust somebody to go mm. do it. So it is on both sides. Or, or trust yep. gets it, it gets weaponized as as a way to hold power, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Mm. And 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 you know the funny thing is a lot of people it's a phrase that makes my hair catch on fire. Somebody sees something that doesn't make sense, you, you know, it might be their spouse said they were going to be somewhere with their son, or or an expense report or you know you said you were going to this meeting but and the immediate response is, "What, you don't trust me?" Mm. Were you questioning my integrity? Well, I wasn't until you said that. Right? <laughs> now I for yeah. sure am. That's uh-huh. right. That's right. Because that's, we're not. That's a narcissistic, entitled response. Like I'm mm. entitled to your trust instead of, oh no, you know, if, here, let me show you. You know, let me, because, you know, trust really requires that one party is is helping the other person make that leap. And you're never going to do it by persuading first. And mm-hmm. leaders do this all the time. Or we, we persuade somebody, yeah, this is a great deal. You know, you're explaining, explaining, explaining. 
trust starts the first you know i got five five big boxes checked the first one is i'm going to trust you when i understand that you understand me mm. if i don't know that you have listened enough to know what i need and what hurts me and what helps me and even in a deal what what I need for this to make it work for me, and you really get that. Yep. If I don't feel that, and that only comes through, there's a proverb that says, he who gives an answer before he listens, before he understands, is a fool. Mm. And it's, <laughs> That's our culture. It, that's right. That's, that's right. So How true. many conversations? It's so true. You say something, and immediately, well, you, you know, that happened to me, and uh -huh. it's like a cue to go talk about themselves. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Instead of listening, I was talking about the you know the first element of this in a, a leadership forum one time, and a guy walks up to me and says, "I'm the lead hostage negotiator for the FBI. Mm. Everything you just said is our training program." Mm. He said, "If a guy's got a bomb strapped to him and twenty hostages in a bank, we don't walk in and start persuading him. You know, saying, dude, this is a bad idea. You know, yeah. you, you, mm. blowing up a bit. No, that's stupid. That doesn't end well.'" First thing we do is, hey, I'm I'm Henry. They sent me in here to talk to you. Tell me your name. Yeah. And they get the name, and then they ask a question. So how do we get here today? Yeah. What's going on? How do we find ourselves here? And they're drawing out from them. And once you begin, somebody feels understood. Their reality validated. It doesn't mean that you agree with it, but they feel like you're really getting it. Yeah then neurologically, mm. starting with the mirror neurons that an infant has to trust, physiologically, anatomically, psychologically, emotionally, the system begins to kind of release a little bit, yeah. and we move towards. Mm. And what we don't want to do is do something where we hit pause or move away. And to make any business deal work or make any relationship work, that's the first one. Somebody's got to feel. How many times does somebody come home to a note, 10 years of marriage, note says, I'm leaving. I can't do this anymore. You know, good luck. And the spouse goes, well, what? I, I didn't. Well, they've been telling you for 10 years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you haven't been understanding. Yeah. Yep. yep. So it starts there, and then it goes from there into some very specific things we have to look for. Flip that one around on me. One of, one of the hardest things I struggle with personally when I'm sitting down with somebody and I'm asking them, tell me your story, is their defense mechanism, whatever it may be, whether it's addiction or whether it's um, not true narcissism, but just they, they lash out at people. It's well-earned. Oh, yeah? You got hurt. You got hurt bad. How do you encourage that person who's metaphorically holding a bomb? It's or like you're trying to tell the turtle to stick their head down and go, dude, I just got run over by a truck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, it just happened. So, um, somebody walks in to your world, just, just to continue with that story about the, the SWAT hostage negotiator, and they say, hey, man, how did we get here? What's some encouragement? What's a step somebody can take when everything in their body is saying, stay inside the show, don't say a word, don't say a word, but you know the only path out is trust. You know the only way that this thing gets resolved with yeah. any sort of peace is I gotta go. For, I gotta say. I gotta. I gotta reach out in some way. What do, you, what do you tell that person? Well, the first thing that you've got to do is tell them maybe without words. You know we are wired, and I can't go into this deeply enough, or you know scream about it enough. But we are wired to trust predominantly in the beginning, apart from words. Hmm. 
its tones, its mm-hmm. presence. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that's hurt us with all the remote stuff, which, you know, obviously it's good for a lot of things to accomplish stuff, and we know that, you know, we need... But, but when somebody's in the room and you feel their presence and the way that that presence is with you, that does magic. And so sometimes they're not quite ready for the words. So the first thing I would ask myself is, do they know I'm really with them in this moment? Mm. And can they feel that? And, you know, tone is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do when you get an email and one's in caps? (laughs) Dave never does that, Henry. Dave never does that, ever. The one word caps. The one word all caps. (laughs) It's like even, I I always say, I've trained four German Shepherds and a Rottweiler and now Doberman, and I love dog training. And first thing, my dog trainer trainer, I took dog training training. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you did. (laughs) And he taught me was, you know, People tell a dog to do something, and then they don't do it, and then they they and then finally say, "No, what do you, what you just taught the dog is, well, I'm I'm waiting on the angry one. You know, the other ones don't mean anything. <laughs> but a lot of people think that um, that or don't think about that how important tone is. Mm. I mean, if you're trying to get something across to a kid or get somebody to do something, just the tone can create barriers in their brain where a it won't work and b they're moving away from you so i would just start with that and then then the more you there's a proverb says a person's intentions are deep waters and the person of wisdom draws them out and so you've got to begin to get enough to find exactly what you're said what what you said where's the fear and where does the wound kind of get in the way here so good so you guys all of that and and so much more is in dr henry cloud's new book trust thank you, you know, thank you, you henry thank you for, for being writing here. this and you guys this is a sh- book for me right absolutely. now thank you. can i tell so go online word. right now and buy it I'm right just, now I'm, yeah go right now and get it everyone needs it and then oh, no we got we got four okay. seconds that's yeah. right Shoot. you have to you, well, we have you to need to hear the whole hour this is the ramsey show Okay, you guys, so we have just two stops left on our Building Wealth live tour. Salt Lake City, you're up next. And let me tell you, you're in for a real treat because this is not just your average money event. We're not going to be getting all like geeky and nerdy on all the details of everything. We are going to talk about truly, though, how to build wealth in our world today. And it's going to be Dave Ramsey, George Camel, Jade Warshaw, and myself. And we'll be there for the entire evening talking about saving money, investing, and building wealth, no matter what the economy is doing. So right now, through April 3rd, you can get some BOGO tickets. Buy one, get one free. Two tickets for just $49 or a pack of four for just $75. So use the promo code NIGHTOUT to get that deal. So bring a group of friends, maybe your small group at church or just a date night. And George and I are going to be kicking off uh, the conversation early. So before the event, we're going to be talking about um, things going on in the world. It's kind of like our smart money. It's like a live version smart money happy hour. Yeah, yeah, we're not really doing, we're not doing a podcast recording though, but we'll be answering some of your questions and hanging out with you guys before the event. And that 
is no extra cost. Just bring your ticket and come a little bit early for that. So to get your tickets in for the Salt Lake City Building Wealth event on April 24th, go to RamseySolutions.com slash events today. Up next, we have Tyler in Detroit, Michigan. Hey, Tyler, welcome to the show. Hi, Rachel. Hi, John. How are you? We're doing great. How can we help? Uh, well, I've been struggling a little bit lately. Uh, sorry, I'm a little nervous. No, you're um, fine. You're fine. So recently I purchased a house uh, in February, and I am going to be a father in August. Me and my girlfriend are expecting a child. Congratulations. New baby. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm very excited. I'm nervous. I'm excited. <laughs> um, anyways, I'm having a really hard time budgeting. Um, I do have some debts. Uh, I got a couple motorcycles, and then I have a credit card I need to pay off, uh, totaling about thirteen five right now. Um, I make about fifty five a year, and then I do work overtime, so I'm working about fifty hours a week. But I'm just having a really hard time with everything. I'm very stressed out because I'm go go go. I get up at four in the morning. I'm working till two thirty, going to this house and working after. And I started listening, to you guys about a month ago and I've been listening to it every day. Um, and I just kind of don't know where to start. Awesome. Well, I'm so glad that you called Tyler. So um, will you break down your debts one at a time for me? Cause you said you had two, was it two motorcycles? Yeah. So I have one motorcycle that I owe $1,511 on left. Okay. Um, my other one, I owe eleven five. And then on my credit card, I owe $1,320. Okay. That's great. Would you sell one of your motorcycles or both of those motorcycles? So I'm actually in the process of trying to do that right now. And I'm awesome. Trying to sell, I'm trying to sell the one that is uh, the higher debt for me. Okay. Um, and partially because I'm going to gain, you know, I'm, for what I'm selling it for, I'm hoping to get a little money out of what I paid for it. Because mm-hmm. uh, I do need to try to save for a new vehicle. I drive an older truck right now, and one of the doors is not working anymore, and I need hey, to get. Well, let's. A hey, Ty- Tyler, let's do this. I, I want to back out 30,000 feet here. You, How old are you, man? I am 26. 26. Okay. Um, are you going to marry this girl? Uh, that is the plan. I, I love her a lot. She's a great girl. So you, you've made a, a human together, and you bought a house together? Uh, so I I purchased a house in my own name. Okay. So it, good, it's good. my house, but it's, it's going to be our home. Okay. For, um, for legal purposes, let's don't even touch the morality thing. For legal purposes, I'd love to see you say okay here's an order of importance here i'm gonna get married and i'm we're gonna we're gonna start planning for our our future for our kid for our marriage for our relationship we have a home now we're gonna start working on like how are we gonna budget our money together right and you're only gonna do that when you're married but here it feels like you've got a lot of 
this plate spinning all over the place. I'm gonna try to sell this thing because I got to get this thing, and then I got to buy this thing, but I got to save up for this thing. I'm all over. I'm all over the place, and I, I'm right. I'm mm-hmm. breaking so I, down. I'm stressed out. Yes, yes, yes. So here's what we're gonna a do: a little bit of relationship stuff, and the yep. money, and everything. Yes, just, I don't know what to do. So Rachel's gonna walk you through the budget stuff. I can hear that on you that there's just every plate spinning. So when you get off the phone, what I'd love to see you do is get a yellow pad, get a piece of paper, and I want you to draw a line right down the middle of it. And on the left side of that line, I want you to write down, just take some time and write down everything that you got going on. A little bit of relationship stuff, baby coming on the way, brand new house, having the, one of the faucets doesn't work upstairs, all that stuff down there. And then to the right of that list, I want you to go through and move over to the right side of that list, everything you can actually do something about. You can't do okay. anything about the taxes in Michigan. You can't do anything yeah. about how much it's raining or how much it's not raining. You can't do anything about that stuff. You can go okay. fix that faucet. You can make a budget. You can, right? And so what we're going to do is we're going to start controlling what we can control in a very real way. In this list, it's going to feel like the, the, the sky just parted. Because it's going to give you some clarity moving forward. Okay. All right. So back to the debt. No, it's so helpful. Yeah. Getting stuff. Yeah, Tyler. Because even as you're talking, it's everything. And I love what John said because it's amazing when you just put something visual, and it's just down. It's like, oh, there's kind of this like. And you'll remember crap tonight. You'll be laying in bed. You'll be like, oh, there's five more things. Get up and write them down on that paper. Get up and do it. Otherwise, they're going to haunt you and you won't sleep. Get up and write them down. Okay. So money wise, Tyler, I think you said earlier that you had thirteen thousand dollars in debt, but you just gave me you know, maybe $4,000. Is there any more debt, student loans or personal loans? No. So I go to, I go to college right now. Um, my work pays for it. I'm in, I'm in a tool and die. So I'm okay. a tool and die uh, apprentice right now. Okay. So where, um, what, what else so is no left of the 13? Uh, the two motorcycles and then the, uh, the credit card, which is 1300. Now I do have, uh, almost 6,800 bucks in my savings, but I don't know if I want to uh, put that towards it because of the baby on the way. Yeah, I hear you. Um, okay, but is there, the, but how does that, that doesn't total $13,000 in debt. Am I missing something? I have thirteen five in debt. Two of the motorcycles, which one is 1,500, the other one is eleven five, and then my credit card is thirteen twenty. Okay. Yeah, so, 11,500, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to sell that motorcycle. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to sell that motorcycle. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, I hear you. It's eleven. Okay. I'm sorry. So, so you're going to yeah, you'll sell that motorcycle. Then you'll only have you'll have about three thousand dollars in debt left. After that. And and honestly, Tyler, where you're at, we usually tell everyone to pause the debt snowball. You know, pile up some cash. Um, when does the baby do? August. In August. Okay. So. I mean, I'm kind of tempted, Tyler, just because of where you're at. You're a new listener. You're like, I just need traction somewhere. There's a part of me that I'm like, just go ahead and pay off the credit card. Mm-hmm. And with your income coming in, because you have a, you have a pretty great income and you're working extra. I'm like, man, once that motorcycle is sold and it, and throw some some cash and get just a little bit of traction on this debt. I just and and selling that motorcycle is going to do that. But there's a part of me that I'm like, God, you could just get rid of all of this. I, if I if I were you, I, w- I would and do just that. Pay, and just pay it off and then start saving a ton because between now and August, you can get a really big savings account. And then what's going to happen too, Tyler? If that's all you're focused on, by you pay off the debt, take that sixty eight hundred, sell the motorcycle, take the sixty eight hundred, pay off the remaining debt. And then start stockpiling money. And that's the only goal between now and August financially that you're doing is you are staying current on all of you know your mortgage payment and all your utilities, everything going on. 
and you're saving up a massive emergency fund. And then once baby is good, once mom is good, then that's going to be your fully funded emergency fund. And so that's going to start to help you have traction. And if you stay on the line, Austin's going to pick up and we're going to give you Financial Peace University for a year and every dollar plus to do a budget. Because even those things, getting the knowledge and then doing a budget is going to help you have a sense of peace too, with to know exactly where your money's going. But you just need a little bit of direction and guidance. And I think by paying off this debt, it's going to give you some of that traction. And if this is her, propose. Put a ring on it, dude. Get married. Let's do it. scripture of the day comes from 1 Thessalonians 5.21, but test everything and hold fast what is good. Our quote comes from Neil Armstrong. People love conspiracy theories. (laughs) Oh, Neil. (laughs) Incredible, guys. And he's been a part of some. So, for those of you who don't know why I'm laughing, it's because Rachel doesn't believe Neil Armstrong exists. <laughs> I do believe. She thinks he's a cardboard that cutout. He exists, but... He's, he's animatronic. Mm-mm-mm. Man, I have seen videos of those astronauts where people are like... On the he moon? Didn't I saw that video, moon, too. And they're like, they like, punch them and stuff. Did you see that? No, but if I'd walked on the moon, <laughs> like they did, actually, I would be upset if people said I didn't walk on the moon. Because they went to the moon... With like a protractor and like a uh, graph paper, not even with computers. And so if I did all that work. Which, how do you get to the moon doing that in point right. exactly? All right. That's mm. enough of you. Mm. Good grief. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, we love a good conspiracy. America. Around here. They went to the moon. <laughs> they went to the moon. All right. Up next, we have Jade in Dallas. Hey, Jade. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you guys? We're doing well. Thanks for giving us a call. How can we help? So I have um, some student loan debt that I'm trying to pay off, and I'm wondering if I can use my Roth IRA to do that. The quick answer is a no, I would oh, not. No, 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 no. How much debt? 53000 Okay. How much do you make a year? One twenty-seven. 127. Jade. Oh, you can do this, Jade. Come on. What what what's the, what, what was your degree in? Communications. Okay. So here's why, Jade. I We never recommend pulling out of retirement money to pay off debt because you're going to have a lot of, you're going to have a lot of taxes, a lot of fees. And it, honestly, it's just, it's not worth it mathematically because also in your situation, Jade, you can do this. You can be debt free in 18 months. If you... If you earn a year, you could cut your lifestyle all the way down, put put half of your income towards this debt and have it paid off in a year. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Can you do that? I think I can. I, I do. The thing is, I thought that because it was a Roth IRA, it was already taxed. So I wouldn't have to be penalized if I pulled the contribution. No, you still will be penalized. Yeah, there still are fees and penalties with that, with pulling before retirement age. They will before penalize 59 you and a half. Oh. Yeah. six ways to Sunday. That's, yeah. that's a cool hack. You, I mean, I, I appreciate the effort there. That's pretty That's pretty good thinking. But yeah, they'll kill you, man. They'll kill you. I would, and plus, here's the other thing. Um, <laughs> there's something about looking in the mirror and say, I dug this big hole and I am going to... Um, 
develop new muscles and new strength and new character by by working my way out. And there's something about figuring out. Let me let me put it this way: when me and my wife had dug such a huge hole with our student loans, and we had to get real radical about paying them off we found that we could live with a lot less and we found we could live in a lot smaller house than we thought we could. And we, we found success looked very different and that has a decade later, our lives look very different. Had we, someone just came and waved the magic wand because I never would have learned that I can, what I really find value in, in life, if that makes sense. So you'll discover so much about yourself by going through this process that I think is worth it. That's why, uh, Rachel, that's why I tell people don't, I'd rather you pay off the, your loans and don't let the, wait for the government to pay them off because you're going to, there's a valuable process that you will go through in getting that done anyway. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Jade, because we've realized throughout the years that personal finance, so much of it is about your behavior. And like John's saying, if you just magically, you know, pulled this money out, not only mathematically is it not wise because of the, piece and the, the, the penalties and the fees, but it, it doesn't change who you are. And there's a process of paying off debt and sacrificing and changing your money behaviors that will outlast this paying off debt. You will have those habits with you as you go into saving for an emergency fund. You'll have those habits with you as you fund more into your Roth IRA. And as you start to build wealth, those money habits are going to be the thing that actually magnifies your wealth and helps you handle your wealth versus not feeling that sacrifice at all. So there's something about the journey uh, of what happens to you in the process that John's saying is so, so important. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And it's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy, Jay. It's going like to be it's, the worst. It's not great because what makes up this 53000 What kind of debt is it? It's all student loans, right? It's all student loans. It's all student loans. And uh, you make great money and you're in the 817 there in Dallas and everybody drives nice cars and people are going to look at you that kind of know what you make and they're going to be like, why are you driving that car? Or we're all going out. And you're going to say, I'm not, I'm trying to pay this thing off. And you're going to be the odd ball out for one year. And then everything's going to change. Or maybe it may be 18 months if you slow play it a little bit, but I think, I think one year. Yep. Absolutely. All right, Jade, you can do this. You yeah. can do this. All right. Up next we have miles in Boise, Idaho. Hey miles. Welcome to the show. Hey, hello. Thank you so much for taking my call. Absolutely. How can uh, we help? Okay. So I've, uh, you know, recently I started listening to you guys, thanks to a a brother of mine. And uh, my main goal is to get out of debt. Obviously, my mentality was that's something that shifted recently. Awesome. Uh, But I find find myself in significant amount of debt. Um, How much? And I'm wondering... Uh, total with everything, I'm at 118,000. That Ooh. doesn't include my home. Yeah, is that does that include your home? It does not. It does not include I your have, home. Okay. No. In addition to that, would be 404,000 for my home. Okay. How much do you make a year? Uh, well, I just started a business, and so I'm coming in on my second year. And last year, we did uh, 152,000 gross. Is that what you made, or is that what you took home? No, um, I would. What I made was closer to eighty thousand. Okay, what makes up the yeah. hundred eighteen? Uh, so I have five credit cards, and I have five. I have three auto loans. I have one uh, loan on my equipment that I use, and then I have another uh, another loan on a, a building that I that I have in my backyard, like a shed kind of thing. Okay. Um, so you're just so kind of you're so just kind of normal. 
I'm just kind of normal. Just kind of a, a, a American normal. Got some credit cards, some right. a shed in well, the back. You know, How much right. is well, your my mentality? My mentality up to this point has been, well, it fits into my monthly budget. I can afford it monthly, right? Yeah. And so, yep, yep, and I've, yep. like I said, I've I've had to shift that mentality, and now I kind of feel like I'm drowning. And yeah. being that I'm two years into business, this was the first winter that I came into where work slowed down significantly, and now I really feel you're feeling it. Yeah. How know, much is your mortgage payment yeah. on that on that four hundred and four thousand? Twenty three hundred dollars. Okay. Well, that's not you know for an eighty thousand dollar income. That's not um, outrageous. Uh, as ratios, because yeah. we want it to be about 25% of your income um, mm-hmm. being towards your mortgage payment. Um, so Miles, I mean, honestly, what I would look at if I were you um, is I would list everything out and I would say, what can I sell today? What can I sell? We have three vehicles. We got we got crap around our house that we probably bought on these credit cards that we don't need. Can my wife sell stuff online? Uh, we're taking TVs off the wall. Like we are going crazy because here's the deal, Miles. You guys have just been living what you feel in the moment and you just kind of keep going and trucking and it's caught up with you. And so now you're at this point where you're thinking, holy crap, what have we done? Right. What are we doing? Right. And so you have to have a level of an extreme change to start to mm-hmm. feel some traction. So if I, again, if I were you, I would be selling everything mm-hmm. possible liquidate as much as you can to get some of this 118 down. I mean, how much is it on the cars total? How, all three cars, how much of that is the 118? On the three cars, I'm at 40,000. Okay. With all three total? Yes. Yep. And then I have 25,000 on my equipment that I run. Um, and do you need that for your I, business? I do. Yes. All right. Another thing, if you're running your business out of your home checking account, that's a whole other issue, man. You need to separate those expenses out. You got to pay your debt off, but man, if you're running this stuff through your home budget, you're create you're going to create all kind of chaos for you, for your taxes, for your business, for all of it. Yeah, separating that's going to be important. So yeah, Miles. I mean, honestly, I would go scorched earth everything to attack this debt, and you're going to start to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Especially if you go extreme and you sell some, if you sell this stuff. You work extra, you guys go all the way in. It's going to be amazing, amazing what happens with the progress. So thanks so much for listening, and thank you, America. Thanks to all the guys in the booth. Thank you, John, for a great show. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, it's Rachel Cruz. If you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey, we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Just go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.